Hey, 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 guys, it is Allison. I am the host of your show, Allison Answers Mission Awake. I cannot wait to sit down with you today and go over how we are going to crush the mediocrity in your life that has been plaguing our society since the beginning of time. I cannot wait to have a real deal conversation that includes intelligence, fun, excitement, and real actionable steps to make a real difference in the life that you're living now and making it into something you can be damn proud of and excited to live. Sit down, put on your damn seatbelt, and get ready for the ride of your life. Hey, 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 guys, how are you? I have a guest today who I met in Mexico. And I met him at a 365 driven event where he was a speaker. And my experience sitting as a participant and listening to him speak was, it was an experience for me. So as you all know, when I say it on all of these shows, I always say that I only have special guests on my show because I'm, I only choose special guests. And he is really a special person. And what I want you to just, I want to frame this for you. I want you to understand. I want you to put your seatbelt on. And I want you to understand that as you listen to Ken, no matter what he talks about, your life will be changed. I've been in this field forever. You know, I'm a therapist, blah, 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 blah. But let me tell you something. When this man speaks, I learn. I learn. And I'm changed. And, you know, even in the pre-conversation before we even started, um, my eyes are tearing up because I can feel his passion. And I can feel, you know, when you feel authenticity and like a real servant leader, which will be one of his topics, you know that you've landed in the right spot. So I hope that this show is a role model for you to know who to spend your time with and to have conversations like this. And to seek out people who are going to add value to your life the way this man is going to in two minutes. But I'm going to give, I'm going to do a little blah, blah, blah thing that everybody does on a podcast where they tell you all about the dude because he deserves it because he's done it all. So you see this book right here. I know it's going to be backwards. It's called As the Leader Grows. And I read this in one sitting. This man wrote this book and you could see all throughout it. I'm ripping through it. I'm taking notes. I have pages and pages of notes all over the place because, and you guys know me that, you know, like I'm, yeah, I know all this stuff, but you know what? I don't. And um, the way that he puts it is concise and beautiful. So he is um, originally, I'm going to have him explain who he is, but he spent, I believe, 25 years uh, building businesses, being a church planter, pastor. Am I correct? Um, he's, uh, I think a leader in the real estate space. He's a 10 X master coach, Grant Cardone licensee. He's, uh, the CEO of, uh, Ken Jocelyn team. Look at him. He doesn't want me to say all this shit. Okay. You're good. good. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We just talked about, we just talked about this off air. We literally just talked about, we just literally talked about it, but you know what? There has never been, I will gush about you. You're going to have to take it. Thank you. Because I'm in control Thank right you. now. But anyhow, so he is. He Wait, is, is it hot in here? It's freaking hot. All right. All right. But he is uh, Grow Stack Drive. He is the leader of that. See that behind him? He's created this. What would you call it? A community? 
Yeah, community coaching community. Um, you know, we talk a lot about three spheres of relationships. It's in the I don't know if this is in the book or not, if I created this after I wrote that book, but we talk a lot about three spheres of relationship, community circle corner. Um, but it is it is a community of entrepreneurs around the country, um, really, who are striving to live significant lives versus successful lives. Uh, and that's in the book. Maybe I should ask you questions about the book. Oh, let me you, tell you something right now. You know what's going to happen? The notes on there. I'm going to do like this speed round with Ken, but first he's going to tell you just a little brief background of how he's gotten. This is my first question for you, Ken. Ready? How have you, Ken, overcome fears, insecurities, shame, all the limited core beliefs that you talk about in your book? How have you overcome them and then taken risks, been a brave, a person of bravery and have landed where you are today? <laughs> Whoa, that's a, that's a lot there of questions. Um, number one, thank you for letting me, giving me, sharing your stage, your audience. Guys, number one, I'm honored. We had some, um, Allison and I had some really cool conversations off air before we ever even got on air. We both were teared up and I'm like, dude, I got goosebumps. <laughs> I yeah. said I had goosebumps about five times. <laughs> and um, I would say, you know, on the limiting belief part, uh, the risk part, I, I, when you start looking at, the definition of what a limited belief is. A limited belief is something that prohibits you from seeing the potential of your future. Like it robs your ability to be able to dream and have vision. And me being, you said, you mentioned ministry. I spent half of the last 25, 30 years in full-time vocational ministry, pastoring churches, planting churches, preaching, sharing the gospel, the good news with people. And scripture says without vision, people will perish. Like if you don't have a dream for your life, you don't, there's no drive to get out of bed in the morning. I tell people all the time, if you need a alarm clock to get out of bed, your goals aren't big enough. Like if you need something to drive you out of bed in the morning, there, the, your mindset needs some work. And listen, number one, everyone's mindset needs work. Mine does, yours does. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Grant Cardone, Tony Watley. I was just on a call earlier with Dean Graziosi. It doesn't matter who you are. Like everybody's mindset is you, as you climb and you grow and you get from go from one level to the next, you're going to have to deal with some issues in your, in your mindset. But the definition of a limited belief is something that prohibits you from, from seeing the potential of your own future. And you're talking about something that will erode the hope inside of your soul. Um, you, when you struggle with, and you named a couple of them, fear, insecurity, scarcity, comparison, shame, and success. Those are the six main ones I deal with, with the three main ones being fear, insecurity, and scarcity. Man, people just, we struggle with those things. So number one, you know, how do we do that? Like, How have I overcome? Number one, it's an everyday process. Love I that. mentioned incremental, not monumental earlier. I was on a call with Grant Cardone. I've been, been connected with Grant for a couple of years. He's a dear friend and a mentor. And I was on a call our the group he has. It's like 1,200 of us, uh, mentorship group. Yeah. About, about eight months, eight, nine months ago, we're on this call. And there's like 1,200 people on the call. And Grant goes, he goes, I'm going to give you guys some homework for our, our call next week. I want you to ask five people this week to describe you in one sentence. I said, fantastic. So I text Grant. And I text Jared. Jared runs, pretty much runs everything for Grant, Jared Glant. And I text him and said, I got a question. So Grant calls me preacher. He goes, what you got, preacher? And I said, hey, gee, this dude named Grant Cardone gave me homework this week. I was supposed to ask five people to describe me in one sentence. And I said, since you and Elena are sitting there together, will you 
will you be my first two people? And he starts laughing and he goes into like thought mode. And after a couple of seconds, he just looks up in front of, you know, of well over a thousand people on the call. And he goes, dude, you always show up. You always show up. If I look up at my events, you're there. If I look on social media, you're there. If I'm doing an Instagram live, you're there. You always show up. And I created a concept about a year and a half ago because I've been on a massive health journey. I'm down over 80 pounds. Our business has grown. We just started GSD two years ago. All of this coincided together. Met Grant started this health journey, started our our coaching and consulting group. Literally, we're going to do multiple seven figures this year. I started this entire journey. I created this concept called incremental, not monumental. Small, daily, disciplined decisions over time always equal monumental results. Success cannot escape you if you do the right things every single day. The first time I spoke for Grant was about two months after I met him, December the 9th of 2019. They invited 12 people out of that 1,200, 13, 1,400 group. They invited 12 of us to come down to 10X headquarters after we were probably a month into our mentorship program. And he asked for me by name. So I went down with the other 11 or 12 people. There's like 12 of us. I shared my whole story to the entire team, 180 people down at 10X headquarters, all the salespeople, Grant, and then they all went to work. And then with the team, Grant, Sherry, Richie Dolan, who was running Grant's, the Cardinal licensee at the time, Jared Glant, all everybody, Alan, who runs all of his marketing. So I'm sharing my story with all those guys there. Out of those 12 people, there are probably two or three of those people that I still know and that they're still going. Mm. I, and, I, and I'm going to be honest with you. I probably wasn't in the top half of the of the, of the people. If you rated them on how gifted or talented they were, I was probably in the bottom third. But one thing I don't do is I don't quit. <laughs> I literally created that concept and I lean into it every single day. When I set a goal to lose, Two years ago, 66 pounds. Now it's now it, it then I moved it to 86 when I got to 80. And now I've moved it to 106 now that I've got over 80. Love when it. I started that goal, when I started that goal, I knew it was I'm just not gonna lose 86 pounds or 83 pounds in a week and a half. It's it's every single you show up every single day. Small daily disciplined decisions over time always equal monumental results. Success can't escape you if you do the right things every single day. So how do you get over limiting beliefs? Um, and I know I'm talking a ton right now. No, you're so not. Many, you're talking exactly so many, on what you so, should do. You're great. So many things, oh. so many things in my mind. So when it comes to limiting beliefs, one of the things I teach people to do is identify, identify like where's scarcity come in my mindset. I, I, we were talking about my mastermind earlier. I run a very high level mastermind with some very amazing human beings. I'm sitting at my buddy, Master Jeff's house in Calabasas. He lives in the same subdivision as Donald Trump's ex-wife lives right across the street from one of the Kardashians. I'm sitting, I'm sitting at his house and we're having a conversation. He goes, what are your goals this year? I said, I want to make a million bucks myself. I want to, I want to, I want to clear. I want to make a million dollars this year for me. I don't, I mean, I got nice watches. I bought a Range Rover. I, I live in a decent, I'm, stuff doesn't move me, but I wanted a goal to be able to set I've got four daughters. I want my daughter. I want to create a legacy and teach my daughters. And we'll get into servant leadership in just a little bit and teach them, hey, this is possible. I want my daughters to grow up and think, you know what? Anything I want to do, I've watched my dad. I can do it. 
I'm sitting there having a conversation with Jeff by his pool. What are your goals? I want to make a million bucks this year. I want to clear. He leans across the table and he goes, a month or a week? <laughs> yes, I, sir. I said, no, 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 Jeff. No, no, no. You don't understand. I want to make a million dollars this year. And Jeff leans across the table again. He goes, a month or a week? And then it hit me. I wasn't dreaming big enough. Yeah. And I just started laughing. I said, dude, listen, let me catch up with the million dollars a year. And then next year we'll get together. And we'll talk about what a million a month looks like. <laughs> yeah. But you've got to, like, when you talk about scarcity, I didn't realize, like, I, I was struggling with a scarcity mindset of, can I really even do a million dollars in one year? And here, one of my five guys in my circle and in my corner, one of my five guys is going a month or a week. Like, it wasn't even good enough for him. So how do you make sure you identify those, identify, remove, and replace? Two ways you do it. Number one, I do it through affirmations. I've got five. I say them every single day. Let's hear them. I look, I look in my mirror. Like I'll look mm-hmm. in my mirror in my while I'm brushing my teeth in the morning or in my car on the way to the gym. I look and I and sometimes, you know, you, you don't always get up going, dude, I'm a freaking crush today. I'm going to dominate it. Sometimes you get up and your mind will just start racing. You're like, dude, can I really pull this off? And I look, I look in the mirror and I go, Ken Jocelyn, you have a millionaire mindset. Ken, you will live a life where your heart, head, and relationships are in alignment. You honor and respect those you love most. Your, your actions will be a true reflection of your heart. You are whole. You choose to use past pain to help others find healing. And my last one, you are enough because you are his child. Like those are my five affirmations. And each of those I've, I created to help me deal with some limiting beliefs in my mind to be able to shatter, identify, remove, and replace. You replace them through the power of affirmations and gratitude. Like every single day, this is this is my GSD planner I created. Quote of the day, my goals, gratitude, affirmations, and my top three. You guys like got to get that. Every, it's great. Every single day. It's, it is a game changer. It's a game. People are like, oh, I don't know if I could use a planner. Well, then you just don't really want to accomplish what you say you want to accomplish. Like like I call bullshit. Like if you don't have the time, and I learned writing goals down twice a day from Grant. And Grant always says, most people write their goals down once a year, twice a year. Let's just say they write them down once a month. Or let's say they write them down twice a month. Or let's just say for happenstance, they write them down once a week. You're writing your goals down 52 times a year. I'm writing my goals down 365 times two, which is 730. I'm writing my goals down 730 times a day. You don't think I'm going to dominate somebody who barely can write them down once or twice a month? I'm going to kick your ass. Like you're not going to be able to keep up with me because every single day I'm looking at my Ken Jocelyn team, Chase's team lead. 20 agents to EXP, $16 million in revenue. GSD, $1.92 million in revenue this year. 50 people in my mastermind, 250 people in my community, 500 people in my, in my um, live events, in my create conference in Atlanta, um, and 50 in, in a top 10 podcast. Personal goals, my conference at John Maxwell, Ed Milet, Eric Thomas, all three are speaking at my conference in January. Lose 108 pounds, 106 pounds, spend time with my daughter and me. Like I can tell you what I'm going after every day. Then when I get ready to do my, when I get ready to do my day timer and my time, the actions that I take are going to line up with me being able to accomplish the goals that I have. People go, Ken, how have you done all this stuff in two years? How have you started 
a company to coach and consult people and you're on some of the biggest stages in America, you created one of the biggest stages in America. Like you've done all, how have you, because dude, I'm not the sharpest tool in the woodshed even close, but the one thing, the concept I understand is incremental, not monumental. And the concept that God taught me 20 years ago about writing the vision down and making it plain. Like this is where I'm going. And then surrounding yourself, it's not just the affirmations and gratitude, but it's surrounding yourself with the right people to where when I go, yeah, Jeff, I want to make a million dollars this year. Uh, is that a week or a month? <laughs> You've got to have people yes. like that that are, yes. are going to call you out and challenge you to think at different levels. So anyway, I think I've talked for 28 minutes. No, listen, <laughs> you, you could literally talk the whole time and everything would be amazing. I have so many comments to make and I hate interrupting you because I think you're just spewing out so much value. But like one of my favorite quotes of all times, and I live by it, is I lay hold of my vision, obstacles must give way. And it reminds me of it. That was Napoleon Bonaparte. And it reminds me of Jesus when the first, the first time, and you, you're a pastor, so you could correct any of my biblical, whatever, prowess, but basically Jesus, when they came to get him that very first time, he just walked right through them. Right. So it's like, it's that concept. So if it's all this, like when I can see it and incrementally, and what blows my mind is that thing that you do, the um, incremental creates whatever you say. It's so good. Incremental changes, produces monumental, monumental things. Small daily Mm -hmm. discipline decisions over time. Here's one of the things we do. We tend to overestimate what we can do in the short term, yep. but we underestimate what we can do in the long term. It's true. It, it's sad. Yes. I mean, the one thing I've learned from Grant is writing my goals down and setting big goals. Like people go, well, I don't agree with Grant on blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? There's things I don't agree with Grant on, but let me tell you what I do agree with him on. It's dreaming big and making an impact and believing that the things that I write down are going to come to pass yes. and putting my focus on, yes. okay, these are all my goals I'm writing down today. Listen, when I did my Create Conference last year in Atlanta, John Maxwell, John's been a friend for 20 years. I've known John forever. Jesse Itzler, uh, Randy Garn, Amberly Lago, Anthony Trucks, uh, my buddy Ivan Ans. I was just on a call. Ivan's Inc. 100 five years in a row in his companies. He's got five companies, five CEOs on three different continents. He lives in Puerto Rico. He's from Argentina, runs the largest Toyota dealership, has the largest chain of Toyota dealerships in Argentina. And I was just on the phone there for 30 minutes talking about my mastermind. Him and Bella are part of my mastermind. And we're just, we're just, we're, we're talking. You have, you have got to, when I, and when I got ready to do this conference, I'm on the phone with Chad Johnson, who's John's right hand guy. And I've known Chad. Chad was an intern for my best friend, Nate, who worked for John 20 years ago for, uh, for a long time. And Chad, Chad goes, we're on the phone and I go, I need, would like for John to come speak Thursday night for a fundraiser dinner and then open, he can open the conference up on Friday and I'll speak after him on Friday. Chad goes, great, 80 grand. And I said, I said, dude, I don't get a discount. And he goes, that is a discount. He goes, John's normally a <laughs> hundred. He That's goes, John's cheap. normally a hundred. No, I know, right? He said, John's normally a hundred, but for you, he said he would do it for 80. I said, perfect. Send me the contract. Hung up the phone, called Nate. FaceTime him. I said, Hey dude, man, what's up? Just got off the phone with Chad. He said to tell you hello. Nate goes, How much? I said, 80 grand. He goes, Nate stopped and he looked, and then he starts laughing. 
He goes, you're going to do it, aren't you? I said, you better damn believe it, I'm going to. He goes, how are you going to pay for it? I said, I have no idea. I said, but we're going to get it done. He sent the contract over. I signed it, sent him back. And the rest is history. We did our conference, several hundred people there. It really put us on the map for what we were doing. And even with John, I mean, John took about a minute and a half on Friday morning to just speak over my life in front of everybody in the auditorium. I mean, here's the godfather of leadership, you know, speaking. I'm sitting there like a five-year-old kid with a new puppy. I'm crying like a baby down there. Like, this is John, you know, John, yeah. thank you, man. But I, I, I wrote the vision down. It was clear. And you, you asked me another question earlier. You said, how do you take big risks? Yeah. I don't know if I'm not smart enough not to take big risks, but, but let me tell you what happened. I said, yes, Chad, send it over. I signed the contract and sent it back to Chad. Four payments of 22,250 bucks. I think that equals 80 grand or no, it's 85 grand. I'm sorry, it's 85. <laughs> it was 85K. Yeah. It was 75K and 10K mm-hmm. for travel. It was 85K. Yeah. Whatever that is divided by four. Yeah. And I said, you know what? So what did I do? I created the speaker partnership. I created a whole program for speaker partners for my create conference and sold those at, they they guaranteed to help me sell 25k in tickets and I gave them a 25 minute spot I gave them all the promo with me John and Jesse Itzler I gave them all we shot it three camera directed shoot beautiful auditorium stage 60 foot LED panel wall all the lighting I mean it's it is immaculate in Atlanta where we do this event I gave them all their media. I gave them their directed cut. I gave them all the B-roll. I gave them all the stills. I gave them a six-foot table in the foyer to be able to promote their stuff out all stage out in the foyer during the two and a half days. Guess what I did? I sold six spots at 25 grand a piece. It was like 150 grand. Guess what that did? That paid for John and it paid for Jesse. Like I created something that didn't even exist because there was a problem there that I had to figure out how I'm going to get over this obstacle and pull this conference off. I'm sorry. What did I do on Friday when I, no, no, you're good. What did I do on Friday when I got up to speak after John, I pulled the curtain back and I shared that story because I I said, all of you guys see all the things we're doing. And you're like, Oh my God, this guy's crushing it. This is so amazing. I can't believe you've got all these people here and you're doing these podcasts and your podcasts in the top 100. And you did a a, a Amazon bestselling book and you did this and you spoke at 10 X for grant. And you spoke at the undercover billionaire bootcamp with grant and Gary and Matt Smith and all the guys from the TV show. And you're doing all this stuff. I pulled the curtain back. Now, so let me tell you guys about 2 AM in the morning for the last month and a half where I woke up wondering, Bro, do you have what it takes to pull this off? Wow. Yeah. Can you can you really do this? Like, because I want you to do this ain't easy. Like the top 1% do what 99% of the people won't do. Exactly. And it starts with your mindset. Mm-hmm. And if you will lean into the power of being able to create affirmations to combat the limiting beliefs and the thoughts that are in your mind, I'm going to tell you what, here's a book. I think you and I, we talked about this. I'm reading this book called Happy Days by Gabrielle Bernstein. Oh, yeah. Un- but I got Gabby, I got Gabby coming on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable book on how to deal with like childhood trauma and things in your past, which cause you to believe a certain way or act a certain way as an adult. Like when you create affirmations and you lean into gratitude this morning, man, first thing I do, I grab my phone, I put a worship song on. I take a screenshot, I put it on my Instagram page and share it with everybody. I got 30,000 followers. I share it with yeah. everybody. What am I doing? I'm in gratitude. God, thank you for today. Thank you for giving me breath. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to make a difference in business leaders' lives and helping them build confidence, gain clarity, and create community. God, thank you for this opportunity. God, you're so good. I don't even deserve 
how good you are to me. But God, you get thank you. Affirmations, gratitude, and then put get the right people in your life. Dude, I've got I've got five men in my life that I text back and forth all day long when we're texting. Two of those guys are eight-figure earners, which means they're making a million bucks a month. Let me all ask the you a other question. guys on there. Yeah, go ahead. How do you so th- I have like three questions because everything you're saying is is absolutely amazing. So how do you, how, what would you say to the person who's like, well, how do I do that? Cause like, to me, one of the things about discipline, right? So now we're talking about, I always say like incremental changes creates exponential outcomes. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I love Jim Rohn says, you know, how long would you wait for a baby to walk? And it's until it does, you know, yeah. until, and it's like, that's what yeah. you're doing. You're saying you keep showing up. 99% of life is showing up. So now yeah. this is my question. So now what, what about the person who has like the discipline? And I, and I think I have, I struggled with this. So they have yeah. the discipline. Most of the times you're, you know, you're getting up, you're doing your morning routine. I do gratitude, affirmations, goals every single day. Right. So now, and now I'm, now I'm doing it twice since you said that, but so, but cause I'm going to beat your ass. No, I'm kidding. Come on, girl. Um, it's just I love a joke. It. I love That's it. just a joke. So, but anyhow, no, it no ain't a joke either. don't lie to, yeah. don't lie to your audience. It ain't a no. joke. Well, you know, it's like a little like I'm going to do it too. Yeah. So anyhow, so the other thing I don't like your audience, but oh what God. I want to know is like, cause I think I struggle with like when I, you know, when I don't do my routines or something and then like, I lose, I don't, I lose trust in myself. So like, I think mm-hmm. like such a core problem is that I don't tr- like, I have these huge visions and I do the same things you do. I jump. And I grow my wings on the way down. And I'm like, holy, I'm never going to make it. I'm like, what? And people think I'm crazy, but it works. But my question is, what do you do when, so let's say you're, you're making these big moves or whatever, but then I get, I get like hit, like, wait, Mm -hmm. like, who do you, first of all, who do you think you are? Then it's like this fear that I'm not going to get there. Wherever there is, we were, you were just talking about that, the journey, but then it's like, do I trust myself to day in and day out? Like, can I count on myself to do the thing, the incremental? And I think that, you know, I think I've let myself down at times. And I think that my big why for everything can everything. My why is I want to trust myself more. And I want to add value wherever I go. That that's just bottom line. But yeah. how do I trust yeah. myself more? Yeah. How do you how do you learn to trust other people in your in your life and in relationships? They they have to earn trust and prove trust. Yes. It's the same thing with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, I would I would say this for some of you guys out there today, you're listening to this. And this is a, this is a biblical principle. The way that we forgive others is always filtered through through the lens of how we forgive ourselves. That's true. And we are especially driven leaders. Driven leaders are the worst on themselves. Like, like I, I've learned to be able to give myself grace. I don't give myself an excuse. I don't give myself a pass, but I've learned to give myself grace when I make a mistake. And I get right on the horse and I, I keep riding. Like there's nothing else you can do. There's a, there's a saying I've been saying for over 20 years. When you act like you belong in the room, you'll get in the room. When you act like you belong in the room, you'll get in the room. I, I say this to business clients all the time. When you act like if you're a business of 1 million, if you act like a business of 3 million, you'll be a business of 3 million. 
Mm-hmm. If you act like a business of five million, you're going to be a business of five. If you do the things you're supposed to do, you're going to get where you want to go. Yeah. It, it is. People go, how did you lose 83 pounds? What, what, what program you on? I'll tell you what program I was on. I burned more calories than I put in my body exactly. <laughs> over a long period of time. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not rocket science. No. It's really not. Yes. I burn more calories than I consume. So mm-hmm. therefore, I'm going to lose. And I've done several different things and plateaus and hit, hit lids. And I've done all kinds. And I've had to work through things and navigate through things. And I've had times where I was stuck for two or three months at a time and gain a pound, lose two or three pounds, you know, gain two or three pounds, lose four or five pounds. I have times I stuck. But the reality of it is, is when you act like you belong in the room, you'll get in the room. And I don't care what area of your life that pertains to. It can be your physical, it can be your, your faith walk. It can be your relationships. It can be your business. It can be your finances. When you do the things in each of those, those are our core five in our mastermind, faith, physical condition, relationships, uh, business, and finance in that order. Cause that's really the order you've got to get those things. And when you get those things in order and in alignment, it's amazing how the business and the finance is just boom, they'll open yes. wide up. But when you get those things, when you get those things in alignment, um, it, it is unbelievable what, what God will do in your life. And you, you gain understanding and you start doing the things that you need to do. And that's why I hang around and spend time with some of the people that I do, because I, I, I need the guys that are in my circle and the guys that are in my corner because they stretch the way I think. Yeah. They cause me to think bigger. Yeah. Absolutely. What would you say how you would help people to raise the bar? I heard you talk about how to remove people from your life in the right way, you know, and, and um, how to add people into your life that, you know, and I, there's just one like little piggyback I wanted to say about something you said is that I always tell the people that work for me, whatever job you want you know, whatever relationship you want, whatever you want in your life, be the person who gets it and it will happen. Like, you know, it's like beggars plead, servants ask, children command. Like we, I feel like we don't realize the power that we have within us. Like we can create our lives, co-create with God, like with Dorothy, you know, dear, you've had the power all along. I really know we, we have it and we just don't know it. Yeah. So I'm just, I would love to hear what there's, there's so many different um, areas I can go in like servant leadership. um, The the thing about community and upgrading relationships. I think that's a really big thing that you talk about. You talked about it in Mexico and it just really hit me. Well, I'll say this, the, the, the community, I talk about three spheres of relationship, community, circle, corner, communities, that large group you travel with, whether it be 10 X, whether it be 365 driven, whether it be GSD, it's the, it's the large group, same passion, same DNA, same like-mindedness. You're going after the same goals. That's like that large group. Your circle of the 10 or 12 people you spend the most time with. And then your corner, those are the one or two guys, if you're a guy or if you're a girl, one or two ladies, maybe three, um, that have a 10,000-foot view of what's going on in your life. They know, Sean Lovejoy called me this morning. He's one of my, Randy Garn called me this morning. Like those guys, Randy's one of my five on my on my text that we text back and forth all day long. Gary Brecker, you know, 10X Health Systems partner with Grant Cardone. Brent Gove, one of the top EXP guys. He's got 30,000 agents in his organization. Uh, and then my buddy, Brian Covey, who's one of the top uh, senior vice presidents at Lone Depot. 
And we're constantly like Brian posted a picture of his kid's soccer team at his house in the pool yesterday. I, I posted a worship song and my Psalms or uh, Proverbs 15 that I read yesterday in my, in my devotional. Like we're kind of, Randy posted a picture of him and his wife on a bike ride in Salt Lake City where they live at. I mean, we're constantly talking to each other. Brian even made a reference yesterday to Gary Brecka about doing the cold plunge because Gary teaches people to do the ice baths and do the cold plunges. Yeah. And Brian's like, man, I've been doing it every day. And Gary's like, yeah, man, you know, Gary, Gary, Gary's on a, on a boat in the Virgin Isle. He's at Richard Branson's house, literally in his master bedroom. When we did our <laughs> webinar on Monday night, he's at Richard Branson's house in Richard's master, master bedroom doing the webinar with us the other night. But what is you know, the when key? You, when you, when you say this, like, what is the key? Like you talk about like authenticity, because you're just like, because people will hear these names and they'll think like, oh, like I can't even touch that. But I think when I hear that, I hear authenticity. I hear people who understand you. I hear like people have these visionaries. And like, when you have that, when you're innovative and you have like this wild dreams, it's very hard to find people who are like-minded. So yeah. can you speak on authenticity yeah. and all vulnerability. Yep. Yeah. Two things. Um, we talked about servant leadership earlier. Servant yeah. leadership's huge. Three things servant leaders do. Want something, want something. Three things servant leaders do. They put other people's needs before their own. So it's not about you. It's about the other person. What I say all the time is be a leader or great leaders want something for people, not from people. Yes. Like I don't want anything. When I spend time with Grant, I don't want anything from Grant. Yeah. When I spent when I flew to Sharon Lecter, the co-author of Rich Dad Poor Dad, a year and a half ago, and I sat in her and Michael's dining room table, which is like a hundred feet long, <laughs> and I sat there with Sharon for two hours, and I'm casting vision about a book that didn't even exist, about a conference that didn't even exist, and I'm sharing with her all the things on my heart, and Sharon just leans over and grabs my hand, and she goes, "Ken, you can do this. I believe in you." Like I didn't want anything from Sharon. I just all I wanted was time and wisdom. Like when you get around people like Carlos Reyes, when I get around people like Tim Story, who's a dear friend of mine, guys like Anthony Trust, guys like John Maxwell, guys like Ed Milet, when I get around people like that, I don't want something from them. Like even in my five guys that are in my that are in my kind of corner slash circle, because there's five, which is big for a corner, but I've got those five guys. I made a commitment to all five of those guys. I'm going to invest my time, talent, and treasure in, in this relationship this year. I'm going to calendar my time to go spend time with you wherever you're at. I was in Puerto Rico last month for four days with Brent and Kathy at their house in Puerto Rico. Before that, I was in Calabasas at Jeff's house. Before that, I was in Salt Lake City with Randy. I mean, I'm constantly making time. Gary Brecka, when we were on a Zoom call with myself, Gary, Dr. T, and Dr. Rob about our one-day event in Atlanta in July, I was like, Gary, are you speaking at GrowthCon? And he went, dude, man, I'm Friday afternoon. Grant gave me 90 minutes. He was so stoked. He goes, at the end, he goes, are you coming? I said, I am now. And I wasn't planning on coming. So time, talent, how can I use what I have to help you fulfill what's in what God's put in your heart? You and I got on the call earlier before we got on the call. I'm like, I was telling you some of the people that are in our mastermind. And I mentioned Amberly Lago's name. And you're like, I don't know, Amber. I was like, well, you do now. I picked the phone up and first thing I did was connect you and Amberly on the test. Go, Allison, meet Amberly. You guys need to know each other. Amberly's got one of the top podcasts in America, one of the top books. She's one of the top female speakers. She speaks on all the big stages in America. And I'm like, dude, Allison and Amberly, y'all need to know each other. And I do that. So how can I take my talent? How can I take my relationships and help Allison fulfill what God's put in her heart? And then my treasure. 
I'm going to spend my money doing what you do. When Gary said that on that Zoom call, soon as I got off, I picked the phone up and I called Jimmy Morales, who is Grant's CFO. He's a friend of mine. I said, Jimmy, I think I got a $10,000 credit on my account. Can you look? Yep. Yeah, you got a, you got a $10,000 credit. Dude, can you get me a diamond seat so I can sit in the first couple of rows? So, Because Gary's speaking on Friday afternoon. Yep, I got it. I'll have the team take care of it. Like the next day, I got my diamond seat. Cost me 10 grand. But I did it just because Gary was speaking. I wasn't planning on going. I had a lot of stuff going on. And I did it, it just because investment? Gary was speaking. Are you like it's, all, it's always the investment in, in the person, yes. in the relationship, in the connection, the, right? Being yes, there. because I mm-hmm. because I don't want something from you. Yeah, I want something for you. How can I help you accomplish? It's the Zig Ziglar quote. I love it. If you help enough people get what you what they want, you're eventually going to get what you want. It, it, it is a it is a spiritual principle. Can I get you some water? <laughs> <laughs> Drink it all, right? <laughs> I know. In line with that. <laughs> yeah. I so listen. So I, I now I I have so many millions of questions, but I know that I really can't because you have to go with your daughter. But yes, we're I, going to have tacos I do, and margaritas. Yeah, but there is a there is something that I'd like you to share about mm-hmm. servant leadership because you you talk you started to say those three things, right? So what would you suggest? Like, let's say you were going to suggest to someone who doesn't really have the, let's just forget about servant leadership for one second. Somebody who really doesn't have the right group of friends. I'm not talking about bad friends, just kind of mediocre, right? Living in mediocrity, someone who has dreams, someone who kind of does the stuff. Like, what would, do you believe that? they can get to where you are, to where I am, to where people succeed. What do you believe about them? And what would you say to them if they want this, but they don't even know where to begin? Can, can you read that quote on the bottom of my page right there? It says, yeah. get in get rooms, in rooms with, with people, people who, who think bigger than you. Dude, I, I, I used to write that down in my 10X planner every day for a year and a half. And then when I created my own planner, I, I had it printed on the bottom of every page. Like it's there. You've got to get in proximity with people who have done what you want to do. And you've got to do it at whatever it costs you. And I'm not talking about finances. It may be, it's going to be time, talent, or treasure. It's going to be one of those three things, maybe all of those three things, but you've got to get around the people that are doing it. Like when you get around, what happens is the first time I met Grant, he looked at me, we were in a hallway. I had walked out after the, the, they did the, the, presentation for becoming a Cardone licensee. 25 grand I paid to sign up to be a 25, to be a Cardone licensee. We're out in the hallway. There's five of us. And I'm standing with Grant. He looks at me, he goes, and I didn't know Grant. Two weeks before that, never, I'd never even heard of him before. And he's standing there. He looks at me, he puts his finger. He's only five, five. He's a little bitty dude. And he puts his finger in my face. He goes, what are you here for? I said, Grant, I said, I want to, I spent 12 years in full-time ministry. I need to blow the lid off my mindset of what's a lot of money so I can help church planters when they plant churches, not struggle the way I did with finances. And we talked for five minutes, he gave me. And he finally, at the end, they're, they're, they're ushering him to go speak because he's got to go get on stage. And we're in a private hallway in the back. And he looks at me and he goes, Ken, if you'll let me help you, I'll help you. I said, yes, sir. I'm in. And I did. Whatever he told me to do for the next several months, I did exactly what he did. Du- over du- my, I, I had made about 115 grand the first 10 months of the year. I made 129,000 the last two months of 2019. 
Mm. I closed a $3 million commercial deal that I would not have closed had I not been able to take that deal to Grant and ask him. Because long story short, I was representing the buyer or the, the buyer at $3 million. The appraisal came in at 2.625. We were $375,000 short on the appraisal. And I, the deal's dead. If you know anything about real estate, that deal's yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. That was a $78,720 commission for me. And I thought I lost it. And I said, Grant, what do I do? He said, buy the building. I said, what do you mean buy the building? <laughs> he said, if your client overpays for the building now, whoever buys it from your client in the future, they'll overpay for it then. I called my client and I said, hey, Steve, I'm at this thing called 10X Bootcamp with this guy named Grant Cardone. Oh, Steve's an African pastor businessman. Oh, I love Grant Cardone. I've got money invested in Cardone Capital. I said, well, fantastic. Let me tell you what he said. And he mm-hmm. goes, okay, let's do it. I flew home on Monday. I negotiated a seller held second for the 375000 we closed on Wednesday. I made 78720 bucks in one day. The largest single commission I've ever made. The rest of the year, that was like the second week of November of 2019. The last six weeks, I closed almost another $2 million and made another 50 some odd thousand. And it, and it all happened because I got connected with Grant. And, I, and what did he do? He raised my mindset of what's a lot of money and that I had the ability to be able to do that. Because before that, I'm not really sure I believe that I could do it at that level that he taught me to. So you, you talked about servant leadership earlier. Servant leaders do three things. And this is, if you want to become a person who wants something for people, not from people, if you'll practice these three principles of a servant leader, do th- servant leaders put other people's needs before their own. They do okay. things right the first time and they do things without being asked. Listen, my, one of my most proud moments as a dad my daughter, who I'm going to have tacos and margaritas with today, she's 26, married a little bit over a year. Since she was in kindergarten, since she was five years old, and I dropped her off at school, I'd say, hey, baby, what do servant leaders do? Tell me three things. Daddy, servant leaders put other people's needs before their own. Daddy, they do things right the first time. They do things without being asked. Awesome. I'll see you at three o'clock today. Have me an example for how you were a servant leader today. They'd hop in the car. The first thing they would do, how'd your school day go? Daddy went great. Yeah, yeah. What you do today to be a servant leader? Oh, we came out from the playground. It was hot. And I let little Susie go in front of me in the water line. Love it. So they, they understood servant leadership. Mm-hmm. She's at college in Birmingham, working at Chick-fil-A. She's getting promoted, 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 promoted to the point to where the, the owner operator, it's a brand new Chick-fil-A store goes, how in the world are you getting all these people to do what you asked them to do? And how are you getting promoted? She was like the front kitchen manager or whatever. And she only been there like six months. And she told him the three characteristics of a servant leader. She sent me a picture of, you know, the little stainless steel area yeah. where you slide the fries and the yeah. nuggets and the chicken sandwiches, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Written in a Sharpie marker with three characteristics of a servant uh, leader. Yeah. Like, like you can't go wrong doing those mm-hmm. things and serving other people. When you do that, because every single one of us know, you, so your phone rings, you look at it. Every one of us have a lot of people in our phone. When it rings and you look at it, you go, eh, you decline and you put it <laughs> face down on the desk. But every one of us have a handful of people. I call them thermostats. There's oh, a difference yeah. between a thermostat and a thermometer. When they call, you're excited to answer their phone call because yeah. every single time you have an encounter with them and you leave that encounter, you feel like a million bucks and you feel yeah. like there's nothing you can't accomplish in yeah. your life. Mm-hmm. Listen, be a ther- thermostats have the ability to change the temperature of a room, not just gauge mm-hmm. the temperature. I get and it. You've got to get around people, become and get mm-hmm. around people who are thermostats. 
So I got I hope that helped you, my friend. It helps so much. But can I just I gotta give I gotta put a little, I'm gonna give my two cents on this little thing that's so cool. Yep. You know how when women are in the same proximity, they all have their period at the same time. You've heard of that. Sorry. You have have (laughs) to know that. I got four daughters. Yes, I know. You know it. You're you're a girl dad. You know that. Okay. Yes, I am. So now think about it this way. Our brain waves, when we go in a room with someone, we do this in therapy. There's something called countertransference. So when you're in a room with someone else, now there's energy we know. There's the, the, we know that that's, you know, we're made of energy. So now mm-hmm. our brain waves, we, if our, if somebody's brain wave is in high beta and somebody's brain wave is in another wave, basically our brain waves will synchronize into operating together. So if you're around somebody who has a level of energy and a certain and a different type of a brain wave, you're going to be sharing. You got to really think about who you're sharing your brain with. That's like what a mastermind does. You take all, you know, it's synergy, you know, when two or more are gathered together, right? So it's like that creates combustion. Yes? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, put that in you your know, pipe the, and smoke it, Ken. <laughs> the, first, the first book that mentioned the word mastermind, do you know what it was? Oh, I do. Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. That's and exactly what, right. I love that. Yeah. Lincoln was always late. I would be late mm-hmm. too. <laughs> I'd be linking in that late. mastermind. I am, I am not late and I cannot stand to be late. I'm no, always, you know what I, my I'm pro- told, go ahead. You know what my affirmation is? I am punctual, deliberate, mm. efficient, and organized. Everywhere oh, I go, man. I show up early and I leave late. So I'm getting, so one thing you say, oh my God, I know you have to go. I'm saying one more thing. So the thing is, cause I'm a chatter too. The one thing yep. that you talk about that you describe when you're having a harder time that then you'll like turn around and you'll communicate to yourself. Well, that's what I do. Like if I feel like this is the thing that I'm working on. So I say things like I'm long, lean, tight, and smooth. When I didn't feel like I liked my body, you know, I would say things and I would just say it all the time. You know, I'm deliberate. If I feel like I'm falling off, I'll say the opposite. And because Mm -hmm. we get to create it, I can tell you have to go. All right. I want to thank you so much. For being yeah. here. It's such an honor. I feel like I just did not get enough information from you. But no, see, <laughs> you see what I just said? That yeah. aren't I supposed to be here for you and not getting things from you? No, you're good. I mean, you and I both have got you and I both have got really the same DNA and the same passion to serve people. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm honored. I mean, I'm honored to be here and and um I don't God doesn't make mistakes. Like we no. got connected for a reason. Yes. And uh and I'm super I'm super excited to be here and you're going to be on my podcast on Monday. Yes, and so, let me just ask you to please tell people where they can find you. It's going to be in the in the notes, yeah. but yes. Yep. Super easy at Ken Jocelyn on Instagram K E N J O S I N. Um that's the easiest way to find me. If you've got an Instagram account, if not go to growstackdrive.com, G R O W S T A C K drive D R I V E. .com. All right. Listen, I want to thank you so much. You're such a blessing. Yeah. I'm really honored to have you here. I really appreciate it. I'm mm. grateful. And you've really done a lot for the people who've been here and for me. So I just want to thank well, you for that. It. And anything that really seriously that I can do for you, and I'm not just saying mm-hmm. that, I really mean it. I will do it. Okay. You and I are going to talk offline because you're coming to yeah. you're coming to Sundance in August. It'll be a game changer for you. I'm just telling you. Okay, um, I'm going to go, go have tacos. I'm going to go have yeah. tacos and margaritas with my daughter. All right. Let me say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. See you later. 
Guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. I just want to say to you that we are all together a part of the mission, Mission Awake, a mission that's going to stop the mediocrity that's plaguing all of us. So if you got something here today, I ask that you would be a part of this mission and you'd share it with whoever you can. Take a screenshot of the show and share it on your Instagram. If you are looking for me, you can find me on social media platform, Instagram, Allison Answers or Lager Counseling Services. And give us a, a review and subscribe, if you could, to YouTube. Allison Answers. That's where you're going to get a lot of content. I drop stuff every day. Goofy stuff, all different kinds of stuff. Five-minute videos that just get you moving in your day. Have a great week. See you next time. 